Did the hey. levels? I'm just kidding. This is Beyond Yacht Rock, hey. Yachtern Yacht Volume 59. My name is JD Riznar. Hi, I'm Hollywood Steve. I'm Dave, and this is Hunter. Uh, we've been gone a while, uh, but we're back now. We're going to be recording again. We'll probably get back to regular episodes in July. Yeah, it'll be some good fun. Yeah, but we've, until then, we'll we'll leave you with some like, Yachtern Yachts in June. How does that sound, everyone? It sounds really good, JD. Oh, thank you very much. It's good to be back. It's good to be. It's good great. to hear your character voices again. Oh uh, yeah, I've been working, working on them. <laughs> That's why we took a break so I could work on my character voices. Man, that was yep. all that was Worth going on. Worth it. That was it. Um, so fucking, we're, here's what we do on these episodes. You write in songs you think might be yacht rock. We rate them on the Yatsky scale to tell you if they are yacht or nyat. Quick review. Songs 0 to 49 are Nyat Rock. Songs 50 to 100 are Yacht Rock songs. This first song was written in by Faint Waves at Faint Waves Music. It's Nightwalker by Gino Vanelli. Faint Waves says, maybe hold the line? Slight crossfire? You decide. Oh, and one more thing. You decide. We Thank decide. you. A little bossy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a kind of a special episode of Yacht or Nyat, because we've been... We've been because sort- we're doing it in the first place? We're doing it in the first place, and also... Um, we've been going through our Patreon requests, and then when I was putting this document together, the stupid Patreon was down, so I went to Twitter and announced I would Yatsky the next five or six requests. So here they are! I thought it would be far more instant than it wound up being, but... Yeah. Um, so... Man, that's what passes for special these days, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bar's real low. Um, so this one... The only names I recognize in this song uh, from the album personnel is Neil Steubenhaus on bass, Maxine Waters amongst the many background vocalists. Um, the song has lovely e-piano and just the right complex arrangement. Uh, like uh, I Just Want to Stop, Gino gets a little too dramatic on this song to make it uh, near essential to me. Well, I mean, his name is Gino Vanelli. You can't take the operatic quality out of a guy named Gino Vanelli, That's you know? True. That's how I look at it. Yeah. That's kind of racist. Yeah. Sounds like a bad impression of your... It sounds like like your character of the guy ordering pasta that you do off mic. (laughs) (laughs) Mostacholi. That's the one. Oh, man. He's doing it. Oh, man. Trump's America is getting ugly. Starting to think he's not a very good president. Um, This is off Gino Vanelli's Nightwalker album from 1981. Gino is Canadian, so I imagine a Nightwalker is a moose on the loose. <laughs> because uh, Canada is crime-free, so no one there has ever heard of prostitutes. But, seriously, this isn't about a prostitute. It's about a guy walking around at night. It's just very poorly named. Uh, yeah, it's a very exciting proposition. It's way edgier than the Canadian pastime day-sitting. Uh, ah, Gino is a double opposite. He's a, he's a, he's a Canadian wild man. He's an edgelord in Canada. That's what the kids call it. Night walking. Man, I, this one's kind of—it's going so off the rails. It, it just, I've been doing nothing but listen to our essential yacht rock playlist, and, <laughs> and it, it, this doesn't feel like it would fit along it. No, it rocks. It rocks a little hard, but not. 
the, the, there's a lot. It's, a, it's not hard rock. It just rocks a little Wait, hard. We, we're just discussing if it's essential. No, no. I mean, I you don't just, think it's above. I was forty nine. I, I was really teasing. I think, I think it's not. It might not be above forty nine. It's some nice guitar there. Yeah, it, it feels like he's reaching for the yacht. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's getting it. Well, it's, this is fine for I me. Like, yeah, I like the guitar. Yeah, this is good. This, is this, a, is a, this would be an average Toto song that would get on the boat. I don't think so. It's so dramatic. The strings and everything. It feels like. It's trying to be something else. It doesn't, you know what? 49. I can't put this on the boat. It doesn't fit for me. Oh, listen to this part. Yeah. Listen, this is not. This is not smooth. Is he talk singing? He's going off the rails. He's talk singing. That's kind of cool, though. This is, yeah. yeah. I, I do think it's on the boat, but but low, low boat. It's a low boater. Um, 58. Yeah, I think I think this that's could, that's about the right neighborhood. I was thinking fifty-six. This could be like it has enough compositionally for me to put it to, to not make it night walk the plank. <laughs> Out of practice. We are back. That's some fucking gold right there. This could be like a pages song. It's not really. I mean, you don't think so? It's just so dramatic. Yeah, maybe if the pages had written and performed it. Pages like like when they were kind of crossing over from yeah, yeah. me and the like Prague guys. I'll give it a uh, I'll give it a fifty uh, fifty seven. Split split Dave and Steve. <laughs> fifty five. Yeah, just pry us apart. That's yacht rock. All right, this next song written in by the long goodbye day at. Long Goodbye Day. Living in America by Donna Summer. This is off Donna's 1982 album, Donna Summer. It's several albums into her career, so the fact it's a self-titled one probably means this represents a non-disco rebirth for her. I haven't heard the previous album, but the timing is right. By 1982, the greatest disco artist of all time would have needed to change her image. So I think that's what's going on That's here. correct. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely correct. She bought a house in Thousand Oaks, uh, built a studio sang songs like this one. How do you know this? 714 Portrero Road. Look it up. Adopted several children. Started totally new. This album came out around the time of Thriller. So it has a very it has very Thriller liner notes. It's produced by Quincy Jones. All right. James Ingram's on backing vocals, along with a children's choir that includes Kedada and Rushida Jones, you know. Is Kenny Loggins in there? Uh, I don't know. Because there's a crazy... I know they used to put together these crazy uh, all-star choirs for Quincy Jones There's a song called State of Independence that Diana Ross did that had that crazy background. Is that what it was? Like Loggins and Christopher Cross. So he's kind of bringing back that magic. Um, Steve Picaro's on synths with Michael Boddicker and Greg Greg Fillengaines. Poppy Joe Picaro on drums, Steve Lukather on guitar. So distinctive is his guitar work on this that it got him a co-writing credit. Along with Donna, Rod Temperton, David Foster, and Quincy Jones. Horns arranged by Jerry. Hey, this is a very yacht rock. Yeah, that's a bonanza personnel. Bonanza. Joe Picaro is on drums? Joe Picaro, Poppy. I'm trying to even hear the drums. I guess maybe he hit play. Joe Picaro still alive. Still kicking. No shit. Yep. Huh. 
You can hear an interview him. with him on Inside Music Cast, the podcast where they interview all of our guys. Wow. Um, so this feels very funky to me, and it has a weird ending we haven't gotten to yet with a marching with like marching band drums. Oh, this and here, this old marching Joe. And then forgot that's, about that's, that's where the children's choir is. Where Rashida, you know, speak up, but can't hear you over Kidada. You know, I, we haven't been around since that crazy Quincy Jones interview. Oh have my we? God, that's a whole other thing. It's, a, it's old, old news now. Um, but anyway, there's sections in this song that feel like they'd be at home on Thriller. So it makes sense that maybe this could be on the boat, given the talent behind it. Maybe. I'm listening. This isn't the this isn't the crazy part yet. Yeah, I I do remember this song. Yeah, here it is. There, it? Yeah, it started with the the whistle. That's J- Joe Picaro. Yeah, he yeah. finally came in. Yeah. They had to get the old man Picaro to come in and play the little drummer boy. Um, I I've got to say, like the, this is a little too aggressively funky for me. Yeah, the bass line really funks it up and. And now, uh, now, like, what, what, what is this? They're living in America, and this is the sound of America? Marching bands. Good luck finding a marching band in France. Where's John Philip Sousa from? America. America. Okay, I'm back on board. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this a 41. Most of that's on personnel. Yeah, personnel goes a real long way with this, but this is not a yacht rock song. I'm gonna give it a 48. Got in there before you did. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna go mid 40s, but sure, I still will 45. <laughs> no I'll, go, I'll go 47. I, I'm curious to hear more off this album. It's the reason I, I listened to it and remember this one is because I really wanted there to be a really good yacht rock song on this. Uh huh. And there's really not. It's, it's like it's really close. Maybe there is. Maybe give it a listen. Fresh ears now. Maybe there's some Yatsko on that. Maybe. A uh, little fun fact about that house at 714 Portrero Road. Uh, back in 2008, they filmed scenes from the movie. It's complicated there. Oh, wow. Nancy Myers. You know? Such well, a now, s- it's, now it's going to be on all the sightseeing tours now that you've given out the address on yeah. air, Dave. Wow. Boy, did I shit the bed on that you one. You really fucked up big time. Speaking of fucked up big, big time, 45.25. <laughs> That's Miat. Good transition. Oh, holy smokes. Hold on. Speaking of transitions. Oh, yeah. Hold on to your fucking hats. This one's written in by Old Mother Hell at Old Mother Hell. Uh, and Old Mother Hell writes, Currently spinning the vid for Raging Waters by Al Jarreau as a battleship, never mind a yacht. Well, I'd like, to, I'd like to start by saying Ra- Raging Waters is a great film location for the movie Norbit uh, out in San Dimas. It was, uh, it was Bill and Ted. It was Waterloo, right? Yeah, it was Waterloo. But more recently in Norbit. Norbit. Jay Poop and Graydon produced four albums for Al Jarreau. Uh, three are yachty as fuck, and then there's this one. This is from Al Jarreau's 1984 album, High Crime, where the crime seems to be he and Poopin turning their backs on Yacht Rock for a sound that I would best describe as opening titles for a Brian Dennehy thriller. FX, <laughs> FX Part 3? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why don't they reboot that? That would, be, that would be a good show on FX. Yeah. I'll, I'll go pitch it. 
It's just FX, yeah. but like now. Yeah. Well, we got our soundtrack by this punk band. Guys, no, the punk band that turned it down would be no effects. Guys, I think I know why. Because they don't do practical effects anymore. Yeah. Uh, so just be because CGI. <laughs> yeah, be computer guys making a monster. VFX. Yeah. yeah. I know Denny's not with us, but is the other guy with us? Brian Denny's dead? Yeah. What? What did that happen? I don't know. I think he is. Is he in Joe Walsh? No, I saw him a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Well, I think he's dead. Uh, this song co-written by Jay Bookman oh, and Maxis's Robbie Buchanan. Okay, so this isn't the... Well, what do you think, Hunter? What do you think? <laughs> if he's dead, I did a very bad thing. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say that this uh, this also kicked day sitting in the can. You know, not such as night walking. And if there's a rock yacht, this might be it. I don't know. I wouldn't call this a rock. You know what else is raging is that synthesizer in the background. Foreground. Very, very aggressive. Yeah, this is too aggressive. Too much fury, I think, There's for a the, lot of for rage. the boat. I feel like Al Jarreau must have cried for a week after doing this song. It was so hardcore. Uh, He's a very sensitive man. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I recently heard him interviewed for the first time. He's got quite the distinctive voice. Everybody should check out an Al Jarreau interview. Really something. I can't wait to hear your impression. <laughs> I can't do it. Ooh. I haven't worked on it yet, but I will. Uh, I'll give this a... Like a well, uh, let Dave go first. You go, oh, yeah, Dave, you go first. Yeah, this isn't on the boat for me. This is 42. I'll give it a 33. Personnel only. I'm, I'm, I'm going 38. I'm giving it a 49. <laughs> <laughs> He's really, really trying to be Michael Jackson here with it. He jumped back to... Bad self. Or was Michael Jackson always trying to be Al Jarreau? Whoa. I don't know. There's something about this. There's something about Al Jarreau's gentleness mixed with all these all these, uh, these rock guys that uh, really made me want to give this a 49. Hey, Hippie, before you take a drink of your box water, tell us the average 40, score. 40.5. That is Neat Yacht Rock. Is boxed water really better? It says it's right on the box. It's more of a carton than a box. Yeah, but it's still stackable. There's all sorts of positives. I don't know how long that's been in my my bag. I found it today. So far, so good. I tried a boxed water uh, sometime last week for the very first time. I don't know if it was better or not, but it was okay. It's better for the environment and stuff. Yeah, I I see them at, like, rock shows. You know what my you know what my wife had uh, a couple days ago uh, a rose Chlamydia. a rose out of a can. Oh yeah. You know what my wife yeah, had was rose, where they freeze rose and drink it as a cool beverage. I called the rose out of a can of brose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This one's What's written. great is that no guy can see that it's pink. Then John Hunt at Johnny Blackout. It better be pink. Bad Advice by Chicago from Chicago 16. And John writes, Pick on the inside. Foster and Champ, The Bounce, Luke and Paige, and a hell of a chorus. So Chicago 16 came out in 1982. It was produced by David Foster, who brought on such yacht talent as Steve Lukather, Michael Landau, Steve Picaro, David Page, and of course the champ, Bill Champlin. And if I'm not mistaken, this song is actually a duet between the champ and Peter Cetera. 
The champ is taking the chorus. Satara comes in on the verse. Um, no, I'm sorry. Opposite. I thought the champ just kind of like splashed in and out of Chicago 16, but actually, he sprinkled through like the next four Chicago albums. Yeah. yeah. He needed it, the money. But yeah. in the documentary, he won't talk about them and they won't talk about him. <laughs> it's too bad. He gives, he gives a lot to the group. Will Foster talk about him? Will they talk about Yeah, him? but he'll do it in front of his piano covered in Grammys, and he'll mention how many of his Grammys that he Canadian, has. He's Canadian, so he was a... So they're Canadian Grammys? Those are only no, worth like one-fourth a Grammy. The Junos are separate. I'm sure he has a shit ton of Junos, too. No, I was Doesn't just he? saying he's Canadian, so he does a lot of day sitting, so nobody really minds him. The champ's the opposite. He's a night walker. <laughs> he's, a, he's a punter. They, they call him Johnny Blackout. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the champ put on blackface at least once what? in his life to go hang out in the... In, I'm gonna put on some blackface, hang out in the ghetto with the brothers. Or he might do it at home in his room. You should hear his interview on on Inside Music Cast. He's really a... I, I wouldn't talk about him either if I was in Chicago. Um, <laughs> a lot of really kind of borderline racist dad jokes and stuff. Oh, you can boy. tell like in, at the country club after a couple beers, he really lets it fly. <laughs> Steve, how do you feel? What do you feel about this song? I, I like the song, but it's it's kind of missing a little something for me. It's uh, I mean, it, ha- it has all the elements as advertised. I'm just not quite sure that they gel completely into a true yacht rock song. It, yeah, it's kind of hitting like a like a real funky flavor. It's not quite right. The chorus is smooth, and Satara I think does a good job, but. Uh, Champ is doing Sons of Champ on this. He's yeah. doing pre yeah. his stuff. Uh, and it has a lot of shit pulling in different directions. Yeah, it's a real like sh- you. It's a, it's a real shit pull. Dave, have you thought about 32. it? 32. 32. Uh, I'll give it a number. Okay. I'm going to give this a, uh, a 41. 41. I'm I gonna, like I'm it. Still got the champ on it. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm gonna go a little higher than that. I'm going to go 47. You know, and the thing is that Satara, he out yacht rocks him. So that kind of says, you yeah. give it a couple extra bonus points on there. I'd, I'd love to find a yacht rock song that Peter Satara sings somewhere out there. Like, yeah. He probably should. I don't uh, know, man. I would you Wait, if this was yacht rock, would you count this as being a Satara sung song? Yeah. So yeah. as long as it's a duet, yeah. as long as he sings with the champ, it's possible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. We'll find it. We'll find it. I think... Foster produces the next few albums of Chicago, right? Maybe the next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it gets a little sappy and sentimental, though. So That's true. You have to find them real. I give it a 40, 45. You gave it a 47, right, Steve? Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say Chicago is kind of David Foster's vehicle for transforming yacht rock into straightforward adult contemporary. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a nasty vehicle. Yeah. So it's a 41.25. It is Nyat. Oh boy. There's one written in sounded by... Sounded like the very beginning of that. Sounded like the intro to us. Yeah. All right. This is written in by Maya at Maya SN Batakis. Whatever. Belki? And he writes... Oh, Maya's NBA takes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve's talent is I'm looking at a jumble of I'm letters. I'm going to assume and that's the, what it is. No, you're great at this. Yeah, Every time it's, it's, yeah. I can't get through a jumble of letters, you always see the code. Well, the name is Maya, mm-hmm. and it's plur- yeah, 
possessive, and then NBA takes looked like yeah. a word. Yeah, and be like, what's Simba? Well, he's got a pretty good yacht take here. He writes, nice e piano, some very uh, jazzy flourishes and chords. It's got yachty harmonies and the chorus and a ripping guitar solo at the end. 51? Maybe? This is Prince, everyone. It's Prince, My Love Is Forever, from the For You album in 1978. Second album? Prince's second album? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. This is smooth as fuck. Uh, Prince, of course, he's the only person involved in this song. He's definitely embracing the popular pop sound of the day, which was yacht rock. And it was still early. Because yeah. really, 70... When, when was Asia? Asia was 77. 77, so this is like right after Asia yeah, came out. Is, so he a, was hopping on before he was hopping off. This is a contemporary of what a fool believes. Um, so that's definitely like the critter... It's a critical Fender Rhodes piano that Prince is playing on here. It smoothed things out even more. The question is, is this too princey to make the boat? Or is he keeping it in the yacht pocket? Uh, this is tough. It's in, no, I don't think so. It's in the pocket. It's not rushed. It's not too slow. Uh, the, I think the falsetto may get a little straightforward soul funk. But uh, and I, I need something to ki- kick me in the can, and there it is. Mm-hmm. That just kicked me in the can. Yeah. The old, the old day sitting can. Yeah, right uh, in the stern. Yeah, it's just a bit of smidgen of Graydon right there. Oh, perfect mount right there. Wow. And that doesn't sound like a... That doesn't sound... Now it sounds like Prince. The first bit of that guitar solo, that didn't strike me as your standard Prince guitar solo. No, he probably listened to Asia and he freaked out and like, I want a guitar yeah, solo I mean, like that. Like, normally he gets into it, that was like... Wow. What do you think, I'm, Steve? I'm very excited because the more of this that I listen to, the more like... Prince did a Yacht Rock song. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited to get Prince on the boat. I'm giving it a 60. Oh, that's great. The falsetto is really the only thing that takes me out of it. Just and because falsetto's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not bad. It's just I just hear Prince. You just mm. associate and it with a different idiom. Ex- exactly. And I'm thinking. Listen to this part. I mean, Prince. That oh is my a, God. Oh, yeah. Prince can do 62. yacht rock too. Yeah, kick you right in the can. He wrote Even a yacht tone. rock. He wrote a yacht rock song for Kenny Rogers. You're my love. That's on the boat. Listen, I can. It's I can, harmonies. I can give this one a 72. I can go up that high with this one. This is perfect. It's beautiful. I'm sipping rosé. I'm wearing a captain's hat. I'm, I'm throwing cans. Full cans of beer at the Yacht Rock Review for not playing this song. Yeah, those bunch of fucking pervs. Um, <laughs> I'm giving it a 65. That's the number I had in my head. Oh, come on. Never let him go last. We always got to let him go first. Dave, I'll say per- 60. What? You said pervs like it was a bad thing. Come on, what, the way they do it, it is. Oh, okay, that's true. Um, 63. Just say it. I don't know, man. Say 65. This 68. Was- Oh, fine. Means it's a sixty-six, six-six point seven five. That's yacht. I think that's Prince's first one on the boat. Well, not as a as a performer, it is. Yeah. Uncle John's posts at John Foremus. Foe is in fake. F A U X Remus. This is Gary Portnoy with Everybody Knows Your Name. Uh, hard to find personnel on TV themes. I fucking hate researching TV themes, but I can tell you that Gary Portnoy finally released a full version on an album he called Keeper in 2004. Uh, there's a really... He's riding that cheers wave. Yeah. yeah. There's a really sweet transfro- 
transphobic line uh, in the lesser known verse of this song. So that's cool. What is the line? It's like it's and, like where uh, like a man can be a man. No, or, it's like and everybody's wife wants to be a man, or or everybody's your your husband wants to be a girl. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Not a problem. You, you love that person. You let them become the person that's inside. You don't have to drink about it at the cheers. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Gary's huh. written songs for Dolly Parton and Air Supply, neither of which help his yacht cred. And fun fact, this song was actually Gary and his co-writer Judy Hart Angelo's third attempt at a Cheers theme song after the first two were rejected. And that's about as fun as facts get for this song. There it was. Boy, that's a lot of faith in Gary Portnoy that they had to give him three shots at it. They liked another song he did for some musical he wrote with his co-writer, okay. and, but they, that was legally attached to that musical they wrote. They liked that so much that they gave him was multiple it chances. Yeah, Cats. <laughs> Gary Portnoy's That's cats. the only musical I know. Um, oh, by, Dolly Parton is on whoa. the boat, by the way. He put her on the boat for yeah, something. It really yeah, depends if it was on the Dolly, Dolly, yeah, Dolly, Dolly album. Uh... I'd say this has some yacht inspirations, but it's really just a combo of hippy dippy folk rock and Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah, it's that oh, piano yeah, yeah. drinking song. Yeah, yeah it's saloon. It's it's salunacy. Sal- yeah. salunacy. Salunacy. What? Tonic and gin? Fuck you. <laughs> He's got a rhyme. Um, I'll fucking give this one a twenty. A twenty. I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it a. 29 18 31 hmm. 24.5 It is Nyat Guys, I don't... I don't think we had a single Yacht Rock song that episode. Yes, we did. We had Prince's. Oh, we had, Prince, we of had, course. We had three. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Sorry. We had two. Two. Dave is tired and his stomach is full of the ravaging effect of sauerkraut. Yeah. I got the juicy butt burps. Send your Yacht or Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock. Hashtag Yacht or Yacht. That hashtag is required. And I got a new thing I want to do. Since we're only pulling like from Twitter and emails and stuff, I think you'll have a better chance getting on if you if you give us a song and tell us where you heard it passed off as Yacht Rock, whether it's like on Sirius's channel or like Spotify's terrible Yacht Rock list or... Oh my God, or, that was awful. Or Yacht Rock Review Show or some Yacht Rock cover band you heard or just like your uncle going, yeah, you hear that Yacht Rock song by... Fucking, by Eddie Money? Eddie Money? Yeah, or maybe it's your own research. We don't know. Yeah, That's so, why you gotta tell us. So if you tell us where you heard it passed off as Yacht Rock, I, I would like to hear that. Uh, so go to yachternyacht.com to look at the Yatsky scale. Thanks to Webmeister Patrickology at Handglops for putting that website together. It is beautiful. Find the certified yacht Spotify playlist by following JD Riznar on Spotify. Do not go to Spotify's Yacht Rock it's playlist. It's awful. It is just random it's songs really- from the 60s to the 90s. I, I don't even get that mad about the Yacht Rock curation, but that one is really terrible. They have an airplay song on it, but it's a song called Bix. It's the fuck you to us. I swear to God. Um, oh, also, Samuel J. Hill at Shield the Voice. He helps me keep up that Yacht Rock playlist on Spotify. Uh, the playlist is also archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoit for updates. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to YachtRock.com for a very useful experience. It's Apple Podcasts now. This is very old. 
Uh, theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender. Thanks to producer Matt Brousseau. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Thanks, thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks. Hey, Matt, we're doing another episode. Yeah, let me email you real quick. Yeah, if you've, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, you probably know.